I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we're going to do our best to do what we can when it comes to technology and helping you out uh, with all the technology needs that are out there these days, not just computers. I mean, whatever you want to talk about technology-wise, we'll take a shot at it um, because it's all based on lo- – well, we hope it's all based on logic. <laughs> That's what it should be based on. That's the theory, and we're going to stick to it. Uh, but uh, feel free to get online. We'll do our best to help you out. Let's go to Sherry first here in Plainville. She was nice enough to join us. What's happening, Sherry? Good morning. Um, I'm going the low-tech route most of the time. Mm-hmm. How do I start to look for a computer? I am right now only with an iPhone. So I write my emails, I receive emails, I take pictures with an iPhone. Hmm. What are you um, trying to do? What's your next step, Sherry? What do you um, want to do with I that like computer? I could actually read that's, mm. bigger than a, that's bigger than a phone. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I mean, the, the first step really is to set your budget, um, you know, how much can you afford? Now, understand that sometimes your budget doesn't equate to quality. Um, we've always talked about talked about this on the show. A $300 computer is not a $600 or $700 computer half off. Uh, everyone kind of can get fooled by the technology. Um, they say, hey, it's a computer. Well, there's a lot of different levels of computers. So a budget you should try to look for, if you can, would be in that eight, nine hundred, or even $1,000 range. It should give you a good five to six years of service. Um, if you spend too little, you're going to be, you're going to be disappointed. It'll give you plenty of screen size probably, Mm. but, um, you might find that it's not going to perform well for you. And then that's a waste of time. And it's also a waste of money because what'll happen is that computer will be so slow that you're going to replace it only after a couple of years. Right. Whereas if you spend a good amount, you can get a computer that could last you, you know, five, six or even more. If you're lucky. Okay, that's the only thing because I haven't had a computer for five or six years, so right. I'm not looking yeah. for, um, you know, the fastest, the, nope. we, we, the shiniest. Nope. I really need, I really need basics. But yes, I don't want to, you know, buy something that'll last me two or three years, and I need right. to be able to do. And that's my second question: Do I need something separate, a separate device to do finances? Because now I have an old iPad that won't even that won't even support doing my um, bank, banking, electronic right. banking. 
Well, this device can do that for you, the laptop. But again, if you're going to use it to surf and do other things, then we would caution you, right? Because right. that's the issue. Then now you're looking at two devices. Maybe you can get a Chromebook, an in, quote-unquote inexpensive Chromebook, which are less and less inexpensive these days. Oh, yeah. Some of them are... <laughs> I mean... It used to be that they were a very cheap alternative to a regular Windows computer, but that isn't true anymore. Right, and there's limitations there, too, where some of right. the apps don't work the way they, you, they, you would expect them to. But a Chromebook would do if if I if it was solely for, for mm-hmm. banking. Yeah, banking. It, it, would go, it would allow you to go to a bank website and log in, and yeah, that would work. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But that's not cheap anymore, either. No, like you, can, you could probably spend five or $600 on a quote-unquote good Chromebook because Chrome now is just a massive bloated the OS is really just getting like <laughs> Windows ish to me. Yeah. And and you know, it used to be like maybe two or three years ago you could get one for like three hundred, three fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those aren't those don't exist anymore. And you can't they're get the they're more than that. Yeah. So and then, and then ideally would be a printer. So I mean is Yeah. Is there a, a way to people bundle? I have no yeah. affinity to any particular company. I don't right. care for. I don't. I don't really like Apple or Windows, but that kind of leaves oh, no. you. Join the club. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> tell me how, how you start from nothing and walk into a computer store and what do they sell you? The, know, the promo of the day. Um, that will happen, right? So you got to be yes. careful. Um, well, I would start, like I said, start with a budget. Um, here are some of the specs you want to look for. And if you can find a, a spec that fits this, that's going to be in that budget, you're going to look for an i5 11th gen processor. That'd be that'd be nice. Don't go I like five eleven 11th generation, 11th gen. gen. Okay. You can go further lower, like you can find a 9th gen out there probably, and you will save some money because it's a lower generation. They're trying to get rid of them. So if you if you want to compromise there, you could, right? You can go to a 9th gen um, if that's a way to save a few bucks. If you can get about 16 gigs of RAM, that would be the base config we want you to do for Windows 10. So that's your memory. And then maybe a half uh, a terabyte of solid-state hard drive is really all you need. You could get away with 256 as far as the hard drive goes because you don't have a lot of use right now. But the moment you slam a lot of pictures on there, all of a sudden you're going to fill it up. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have tons of pictures either. Okay. But you're already talking Windows, so you're... Your, your I'm leaning Windows. I'm not a Mac guy because okay. Mac's so expensive. Well, yeah, that's that's the problem. Macs are good, and I own mm-hmm. one, and I love it. Yeah, but they cost a lot more. Right. Yeah. So if your budget is, you know, sky's the limit. No. Okay. So you, because generally you can buy two good quality Windows computers for one Mac. Okay. Generally. Don't make faces over there, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. So there, <laughs> there's that. So you start with your PC, and then as far as a printer goes, we would tell you to look at the EcoSmart printers that are out there. Epson makes a good EcoSmart um, inkjet-style printer that... Inkjet? Yeah, it's inkjet. It's a it's a, a new generation of inkjet that's a, affordable. Okay. And uh, that would be something I'd have you consider. And then as far as you can look at Chromebooks for your, your financial work there... And that has the same kind of specs, unfortunately. Some, that you need some serious horsepower to run this Chrome operating system effectively. So you'd be in that same i5 concept, maybe not 16 gigs of RAM. You could probably get away with 8, uh, but you still need a solid-state drive. So it's almost a similar spec to a PC. Um, so. And we're talking a laptop or a desktop? 
I would assume you may want to consider a laptop. You know, be able yeah. to do some you know, walking around with it. Just don't drop it. They do tend to break. So when you're when you're looking at the laptop, don't don't go for a plastic shell. Try to find a metal shell or an aluminum shell. Uh, those hinges on the plastic shell devices don't last. You know, and you're going to be disappointed. So make sure the laptop casing is of aluminum or a metal. Okay. And I do. You, do you make any recommendations for? Um where to go to do this? I would look at HP, and I would look at, like, you could stop by a Staples, you could stop by a Best Buy or what have you, just to see what they've got there. But you could always do it online, too. Yeah, you could uh, you could go online with HP and maybe Lenovo. Sure. Yeah. Okay, and what was does one do with uh, an old um, iPad that has financial stuff on it? What does one do? Hmm. I mean, does it go in the trash or does? No, come on! No, no, not, no, 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 don't no. do that. No, right. uh, we want to e-cycle it. Um, you, there's a company called Green Monster in West Hartford that will responsibly e-cycle it. Um, okay. A lot of these places, like Best Buy, do have have these bins where you, and I think even Staples does, but don't hold me to it, where you can deposit your old iPads. However, you want to factory reset it. Don't give it to yes. them with your data on it. Yes, before you do anything with it, do a factory reset. I have no idea how to do that. Well, we'll put a link up there. What type of iPad is it? Oh, it's an old mini. I have no idea. All right. Well, just, we'll find a, a link as to how to factory reset an iPad mini and take a look at doing that. Um, and that that way your your data won't, hopefully won't it won't be it won't be as erased as Hillary Clinton's servers, but it'll be close enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Please, okay. you don't have any you don't have any compromising data on there, right? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Good. Nothing, nothing at all. Um, okay, so I mean, I guess you could, and if, if I go right to the compute to the company that you know, I'm going to get the information just from the particular, the particular um, like Lenovo or HP. So yeah, um, you can use those specs that I gave you and okay. use that as just to try to figure out which laptop is a available and hits your budget and has those those general specs. Okay, um, and what do you tell people to do about insurance? I would tell you not to buy any extended warranties. They're usually not worth it. Okay. Um, that's yeah, that's. I mean, actually, companies like Best Buy make almost half of their revenue on the extended warranties. Okay, and can I ask one other question? Yeah, why not? Um, it, is there still uh, are there still landlines that are separate from um, the internet that are reasonable? What do you mean? Now, we have a we have an old phone number that we want to keep, but now it's on my internet, and it you know when the power goes down, which I'm not, I'm not the least bit nervous about the power grid anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, she says jokingly. Uh, yeah. No, I know. Um, so old copper lines are going away. All the companies are getting rid of copper lines. So your alternative would be a cellular connection, right? So if you like that that number, you could turn it into like a Google Voice number. So people called your old land number, you could forward that number to your cell, right? So whether you had power or not, it wouldn't matter as long as your cell was connected to a tower. Now, the towers, thanks to the October snowstorm, finally have ways to keep up as far as power goes. They've had added the ability to add generators and, and stay online when, that, when the power goes out. But copper is going away. Copper landlines are going away. Okay, so that doesn't, that doesn't work, the old AT&T. And... Nope. Okay. Okay. All right, you got a lot to do there, Sherry. (laughs) Yes, 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 I do. Trying to get into the uh, 
2022 reluctantly. Mm-hmm. But yes, it gets harder and harder to read and yeah. <laughs> read and write on a telephone on a on, a, on an iPhone. On so. an I- yeah, on a mini, no less. That's not that's not well, easy. Well, the iPad, yeah, I don't do anything on that. That mm. uh, so it's all on it's all on the iPhone, and it's not the big giant whatever. So yeah, I'm not looking for any. Um, you know, marvelous, the best of, best no, of. So no. um, with the the specs you gave me, I probably can make a start. Yeah. And um, I think I'll be a lot happier in All the right. long run. Let us know how it goes. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. Bye. Bye-bye. That's a lot of technology is going to go out and buy. We're going to step out for a quick break. Four lines for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be right back. And we are back. Feel free to get online, guys, 860-522-9842. And as we wait for your calls, I did want to talk about this. So across the pond there, my favorite tech blog there, the register. Yeah. There's a there's an article. U.S. warns crypto miners must cut power use to avoid busting U.S. carbon goals. Hmm. So basically, there the uh, folks out there, and we've talked about this for I think I've mentioned it a bazillion times. And I'm not some big tree hugging guy. I'm happy to have clean water and air, but I mean, the idea here with crypto it is the most ridiculously wasteful approach to anything that we've even thought of these days. Now, as we're in the year 2022, when you would think things would be plentiful and you know, power's not for all sorts of stupid reasons, right? It's not plentiful, and we don't have to go into why we don't have plentiful power, but you probably know why, um, because there's too many dinglings that we keep sending to work for us and making these dumb decisions. But we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Crypto. The, the the total amount of consumption equates to 25 and 50 metric tons of carbon dioxide is released per year for you ding dongs mining crypto, mining fake money, keeping that blockchain going. And in the article, it talks about the fact that it's it is equivalent to the entire diesel consumption of trains in America, oh. right? <laughs> the amount of output that, that, it, that it puts out there for soot. That is a freaking entire industry. Right. Also, you guys can play with your fake money that somebody told you was a thing at some cocktail party. Hey, you got to get into crypto. Again, it's a uh, greater fool theory, according to Mr. Gates, and I would completely agree. Uh, greater oh, yeah. fool basically is trying to find the bigger fool to pay more for the fake money than you did. That's right. how you make money in crypto. You find right. a bigger fool. So now, you guys, it, so understand this. The administration we have now was going to look at your, uh, what's that, the Venmo accounts for anything of a tra- of transaction bigger than 600 bucks. Right? This is what this administration wants to do, to make sure they tax the heck out of you. Right, for your little six hundred. Hey, you bought a skateboard. Here's six hundred bucks. I gotta make sure I get my tax. Um, now, of course, the president is, is is going after crypto, which I'm all for. Go ahead, smash it, crush it. Let's get rid of it. Uh, it's the dumbest thing since uh, I was gonna say not since sliced bread. It's a, what's the dumbest thing? Get get an example. Of the dumbest thing. It's the dumbest thing since that. <laughs> whatever that is, whatever that is. Uh, but it looks like our government is going to be going after you crypto guys and you're going to have to turn off your computers I'm sorry um, or they're going to tax the heck out of your energy usage um, I don't know about you but I opened my electric bill in August and fell over uh, I mean 
here in Connecticut. It's nuts. Yeah. So if you're a crypto miner in Connecticut, I don't even know how you're surviving. Um, but it's a thing. How is this a thing? You've got Teslas who can't charge in California between four and nine. I saw a picture of a Tesla. You know, you can put that thing in the back of a trailer hitch of your SUV to you know, haul stuff. Well, the yeah. Tesla had a trailer hitch in the back of it, and it had a generator in it with two gas cans <laughs> in the back. So if he runs out of juice, he's going to charge his Tesla with, an, with gasoline. Come on, guys. This really? Is where, this is where we are. Yeah. So we'll put the link up here. If you're still into crypto, get. I mean, I'm not a financial planner, but get out. What are you doing? You're, you're, you're driving our, our electricity prices up. You're making the, the world sicker with your whatever your usage is. You should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842. Four lines open for you. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, as we wait for your calls, well, we have four lines open, 860-522-9842. As we wait for your calls, we'll talk a little bit more a little bit more about the technology out there that's making our lives easier. Well, in this case, not so much. Basically, the article, again, is from the register. <laughs> Dump these small biz routers, says Cisco, because we won't patch their flawed VPN. So basically, the, the second headline is, there's nothing like an authentication bypass for your private IPsec network. Hmm. Uh, basically, Cisco's got, Cisco has done for many, many, many years, has some great small business routers. Oh, yeah. And for years, I mean, you go into a small business and 50% of the time you're going to see a Cisco router there Yeah, in this RV line. And they did a great job with those. They're affordable. And, and they're easy to administer. Mm -hmm. And generally, they would give you some basic security if you're a small business. Before the days of all the ransom and stuff, again, this ransom stuff that we're all fighting now is fairly new. Yeah, I mean ransomware attacks are maybe what four or five years old. I mean, I'm well, uh, they actually started what 2012, but they were very sporadic and extreme. rare. Yeah, they became yeah, more it, common in like 2016 or so. So, 
the folks here in, at Cisco have all these routers, the RV111W, the RV130, um, RV2015W. Uh, basically, they supposedly are going to end the support. These are put in in 2017, roughly, and the support ended for them. When, that, when they say support ends, this is what gets all these small businesses cranky, right? It sounds like planned obsolescence. It well, it is. is. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's exactly what it is. And we're just as cranky about it. Oh, Eric, you know, you guys would love to sell me another router. No, we'd be happy to have you focus on plenty of other things in your business, like the sure. eight-year-old server you have there, but we won't go there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what happens in our business is that all your devices, right, all of them have an end-of-life aspect to them, that if you don't pay attention to that and your your server technology, your operating systems, you know, we've got clients who have still Windows 7 running mm. their businesses, and they'll send a note over, hey, you know, this this insurance company won't give me cyber insurance until we qualify for this. Well, you're still failing because you have 15 Windows 7 systems on there, and Windows 7's been dead for years. Yeah. It's a security problem, right? Yeah. And, and it's not our fault. Blame Microsoft. Blame whatever you want to blame. These companies can't keep everything running forever, right? Even, even if you'd like them to have a, a window where some legislator says everything must last 10 years, they could do that. You could have a legislation that says you must keep up this stuff, um, but then what would you would you end up with some sort of uh, you know issue like we saw with the Exchange servers, where Exchange oh. servers going back so far had a same flaw, right? Right, they maintained it by just retreading the opera, the software over and over yeah. again, repackaging and saying, "Hey, it's new and shiny, go buy mm-hmm. it," and it had the same flaw. Mm-hmm. So if you've got one of these old Cisco firewalls, you're vulnerable to this potential attack, where the you can they're going to actually. VPN hijacking. <laughs> this doesn't sound good, does it? No. <laughs> uh, everyone wants to have a VPN, right? We always tell you everybody to connect to your system with a VPN. Well, you get VPN hijacking is a thing, and uh, they're not going to fix them. So go check to see, and I'll put we'll put a link up here to see if your business happens to have any of these firewalls in place. Now, the next generation level firewalls that are out there for your businesses can do IP filtering. They can actually make you kind of invisible to the planet, uh, kind of geofence you away from. You know, the third world attacking you. However, of course, the third world does use servers here in America that they just spin up on AWS. They get a bot going and then they can get you from inside the U.S. Right. Um, But these tech, these are next gen uh, devices that deal with intrusion prevention and what have you to try to help you out um, with uh, protecting your business. So, Cisco is not going to be updating these firewalls, and you've got to do something about it. If you don't, you're just an accident waiting to happen until some bad guy finds the IP address of your device and tries to get in. Yeah, I'm not trying to scare you or anything, no. but not updating is an issue. But the thing that grinds my gears, mm-hmm. about, especially about this particular incident, mm-hmm. some of those models were being sold as recently as 2020. That is an issue, right? And How can you make it end of life? Cisco end of life to them. The same day that they stopped selling them. Not cool. So if on that day you mm-hmm. bought one, right. nice brand new router for your business. Out of the box. Put it in place. Next day, it was end of life. And that can happen at any time. It, it does. It happens way too much. The thing about hardware, though, there's usually a date that makes sense. Correct. Um, when it comes to cloud-based services, they oh. can end it and deprecate oh, right. a they service at any time. They can switch any moment. But people complain about things like Windows 7 going off support. But 
Windows 7 went off support several years after they stopped selling it and right. went on to Windows 8 and then Windows 10. Right. With Cisco, they were selling these routers mm-hmm. right up to the day that they end of life them. Not cool. That, to me, is inexcusable. No argument but for me, Dennis. I'll grind my gears, they too. They don't talk to me about it, so no. what do they know? All right, let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Margaret in West Hartford. What's happening, Margaret? Oh, good morning. I um, I have a television, uh, a sharp Roku TV television, and I just want to run it on my uh, antenna uh, because I I'm I'm just wandering in this wasteland of you know hundreds and hundreds of stations, and I can't find the few that I the few local stations, uh, you know, using the arrows on the um, remote, mm-hmm. and. Um, I know, you know, antenna is an option. It yeah. shows on the front, the box that came in, right. you know, on the homepage. But I can't seem to get that antenna option to appear right. so that I can disconnect from the network. And Well, you and need I, an antenna. Pardon me? You need to buy an antenna. I have one. Yeah, oh, it's, okay, I have one good. already attached. Okay, so if you attach the antenna, yeah. it sh- you should be able to then go into your TV and have it search out available stations. Um, yeah, but I, I, uh, I don't ever get to this. The home, uh, the antenna option never appears on the home screen. Of Roku? Uh, uh, well, you may have, right, you may be in the Roku app. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that would be one source on the TV. What you have to do is go to the source button. And I think you need to switch to antenna as the source instead of Roku. Right. So should I should I select the Roku icon on the home screen? No. 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 Unless you attach you're the gonna, antenna you're to the do Roku. You're going to something on your remote. Could it, that could it be switches the that switches the source? Right, but could it be she has an antenna that she attached to the Roku? Did you physically attach the antenna to your Roku in some way? Uh, yes, it's I screwed it into the back of the television and the you know the television where it says okay. antenna. Okay, so it's not in the Roku. Just just checking to be sure you're not selecting it. So. Well, I think it's a it's a, one of these TVs that has Roku integrated in it. Yes, it ah. says Roku ready. Okay, that's why I'm saying on the television remote. There you go. Yeah. You're going to use the, it's usually called the source button. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have one that says that. I just have a a home button and then. And it will typically be at the top. Yep. But, but it's not a Roku, but it's not a Roku uh, controller, is it? What kind of, what does it say on the, on your clicker? Um, the, my clicker has um, on off button, home button, then the four arrows around an okay button. Yeah. And How about then, the brand, though? Does there a brand on there? Oh, Sharp Roku TV. Okay, so it is a Sharp controller. Right. So this is weird. So, yeah, because it should be more apparent to use. If they have an antenna and you, she's connected it, I bet you it is integrated and it should work, Dennis. Oh, yeah, I just don't know what the name of the button is on the remote <laughs> that tells it to switch. Right. To get to that antenna source is what we're trying to get you to. It is neat that they have that. If it's in, they should make it easier, right? This should make this all easier for you, but it's yeah. clearly not. And, and I've spent a long time on the phone at Best Buy, where I just kept getting uh, rotated through different, you know, people. Yeah. You know, someone better to help you. I can't. I can't do this. I'll. I'll get you uh, somebody. You better. might. You might also want to look for a button that either says live TV or input. 
Uh, yeah, I've tried both of those. I've gone, you know, I go, when I go live TV, I just get thrown into that wasteland of, you know, hundreds and hundreds of stations and, you know, something starts playing. If I go to network, uh, the only option is it says Wi-Fi and next to it is a checkbox. And then All if right. I... Well, the network is setting up the networking for the television, which mm-hmm. is something else. Now, this wasteland that you're describing, <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's like, you know, if I want to find a, a, a station that's like around 60 or 30, I can't get there because um, the clicker just goes through 1,100, you know, 800, I, I don't know, could, could be thousands of, of stations, and, I, I, you know, it would take me all day to find my way back to, say, number three. Uh, were you ever asked to do any automatic recognition? No. Okay. And And, by the way, for the first couple of years that I had this, I... A couple of years? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, it's, a couple, it's a couple of years old. Yeah. And I used to be able to um, just rotate around the uh, local stations, and suddenly I can't. Yeah, they updated the version. I mean, that, that happens all the time with, with oh, these devices. Because I never even connected it to Wi-Fi, but it's connected. Right. If it, Well, you had somebody had to help you connect it to the, to the Wi-Fi. Um, this is so amazing that we're in this time and space of the year, and you're trying to figure out how to get a local TV station on your space yeah. shuttle of a TV, and we can't figure it out quickly for you, and the folks who sold it to you couldn't help you. Do you have a 15-year-old kid in your neighborhood? No, I wish I did. Okay. I would rent one. Yeah. Uh, uh, sadly, though, a 15-year-old kid, well, not sadly, yeah, luckily for them. probably could do it. No, no. They don't even know what an antenna is. Oh, that's um, right. They'd be like, what? You can get stuff off the air? That just that seems crazy, man. Um, hmm. I know Dennis is searching and trying to find the answer to this. Well, He's Mike determined. G came up with a link too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna have to post that for her. This this link that Mike G found may be the solution. Okay. It's kind of a long page, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of information on it, and I want you to read the whole thing. Okay. Because what you might need might be like halfway down. So, right. You know, don't just look at the top and say, "Oh, I've already done that." Well, you might have, but you got to go further. That's crazy. This is a crazy. That's the craziest TV I've ever I, heard of. I actually did go. I forgot whether I, I, I went. You know, put the question. You know, Google Googled the question, and I did find my way to a page where you know there were there was one that said how to connect to the to an internet. But I tried the steps and you know ran out of uh, available options on my TV or remote. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll look at that. Thank yeah. you. I'll try. This How do is, I find that on, online? Just go to our show, Computer Talk with Tab. Yeah. <clears throat> ComputerTalkWithTab.com. dot com, okay. and, and you'll see that in the live links. You'll see a link to the Sharp. Okay. Configuring your Sharp TV there. That's crazy, Margaret. <laughs> Who sold you that? I thing? just yeah, unplugged that, it. I I just don't want to even play with it anymore. But it's you know. Well, you're not watching TV. You're probably you're you're probably better for that. <laughs> probably saved a few brain cells. And I do have an old one that you know that wasn't uh, that is just on the. Um, uh, on the antenna, but it's not in a room that I'm usually sitting in. So, anyway, I'd like this one to work. It's a bigger TV. Yeah, I, I would like it to work for you too. Um, <laughs> okay. Is there an HDMI connection on the back of it? Uh, a what? Say uh, it again. An M- HDMI. MI. On the yeah, well, there's um, you know um, receptacles for those. Okay, I mean, you could always just punt and not use the built-in system at all, and use a different method of streaming so if you went and bought 
I know it's sad to say this, but if you went and purchased like an NVIDIA Shield or a, a different device and then, then paid, of course, for a streaming service like uh, YouTube TV or something like that, it will be more apparent to you as far as getting live TV versus the more painful way you're trying to get it right now. Yeah. Um, but I do understand you know, who wants to pay for that if you can avoid it. Yeah. yeah. I wish this remote had numbers on it. You know, all it has is these um, arrows yeah. up and down a, you know, an infinite... Yep. Well, yeah, what it's supposed to do is you use the remote to indicate something in your screen. Right. And then you select whatever that is on the screen. Yeah. Have you tried talking to your remote? They can do that now, too. <laughs> no. I don't need, I turn it off myself. Now. I know. But I, that, that technology is there. You can just, hey, I want ESPN. And then the TV says, oh, okay, sure. Um, yeah, you're not really there yet, Margaret. We'll put the link up there for your for your TV, and hopefully the instructions in there, in there can help you. Otherwise... I'm not even sure what to tell you other than finding somebody to come over and, and sit down with you. Or I could just carry the TV over to Best Buy and maybe just factory <laughs> reset. Would that do it? A factory reset will start you over. It doesn't mean it's going to change anything. Yeah. I I think part of the problem is that she's just looking for a functionality it's hard to get to. Which should be easy and, because it's all built in. But a factory reset may not really help because all you're going to do is go back to the original behavior. And the original behavior is now a problem. So where where's the benefit? Yeah. yeah, and yet I don't know if I already said this, but you know the box that came in shows an image of the home screen, and up in the upper right corner is antenna. Yep. Oh, I could tell you a story. I was putting up my garage a garage door opener um, last weekend because that's what I had to do for fun. Oh. And uh, basically, I, I mean, I put it up. And I had things. I thought I had things connected properly, but the garage door kept saying it wasn't connected properly. I've read the. I did the YouTube videos. I looked at the box. Of course, I. I did everything I could. I read. I read the manual. I RTFM as as we know in IT. I read the flipping manual. <laughs> in in this this garage door opener happened to have a battery backup. Well, there's no mention of me making sure that was plugged in as part of the connection to make sure that it would work afterwards. It just dawned on me. Hey, maybe I have to plug in the battery. That backs it up in order for this to work. Yep, that was it. But that was a lot of wasted time. It was not in the manual. It wasn't anything anywhere that told me how to get that to work. So in your case, there could be something you're missing in the manual that seems apparent to whoever put it out, sold it to you. Because some guy at, at uh, Chamberlain figured, well, of course they're going to put the battery in. What kind of dingling wouldn't do that? <laughs> me. Me, right? right? <laughs> you know, that was me. Because, uh, of course, I'm assuming, here's the thing, right? I'm assuming it's going to work without the battery. Because if the battery dies, the thing that you're supposed to, obviously I'm getting a battery so that if I lose power, my, my garage door will open and close. But what happens if the battery dies? Well, guess what? Turns out my garage door won't work. <laughs> oh, that doesn't make any sense, does it? No, the alternative, it doesn't. The alternative, the thing you're preventing to fix, is the, could be the cause of my inability to open my garage door. <laughs> wow. Do what I did. Call a man to come and grease the gears or whatever it is, and my my door opens manually with one hand. Ooh. It's perfectly balanced. You've it's, got a beautifully balanced door. Yes, and it's so it's an old wood door. Yeah. My door my door is not balanced. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I got to change the springs. So we'll, we'll hope that hopes hope that you know this Thank this you. gives you some ideas here. We're all in the same boat, Margaret. We're all banging our heads against the wall <laughs> with all this and technology. Right. Good yep. luck. Thank you. I hope Thank you can you. watch Bye. TV soon. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. How crazy is that? Yeah, that's wild. You can't watch TV with a device designed to make it easier to watch TV with an antenna. They came mm -hmm. up with the, the... And the other idea she could have had an issue with is her antenna could be bad, too. 
I mean, she's just she's getting a lot of channels. Though. She's getting yeah. I think what's happening is it's it's getting some kind of uh, channel guide over the internet, just of all the television stations around the country. Hmm. The TV doesn't know which of them he she can get. And that could be like an area code or something and that she's got to type in. There's got to be a setting in there where she can tell it to right. do the scan and then show me only the the stations that are around here. But right. there's nothing that I can find to tell you how to invoke that feature. Right. Well, that's except like, yeah. they, it, the, the literature that I have read says that it will do that the first time you go into that. Mm-hmm. Well, there doesn't appear to be any way to invoke that scan so you factory, after the fact. So you get a factory reset it to re Then it, it might do that. But if if it's not working correctly now, I don't know why it would work correctly later. And that's like YouTube TV again. Like I fight with them about watching the Red Sox, which doesn't matter anymore. But um, you used to be able to thwart they knowing, them knowing where you were so you could not get that blacked out MLB issue, right? Because they right. now ask you for your zip code. Right, so no matter where you are, they're like, "Well, I know you're, I know you're close by, so we're blacking you out. Can't yeah. watch the game," and it's so frustrating. Yeah. And of course, if you change it and you're messing with the zip code, now you're not going to get your local TV stations. I don't. know. It shouldn't be so hard to watch TV, right? It shouldn't. No. It's, it was called the boob tube for a reason. Now it's like you got to have a, a, a PhD to, to get your TV <laughs> configured. So we want to thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. We want to thank Carolyn for producing as always. Nice job. We want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over at Computer Talk with Tab uh, over the Facebook pages, and and Dennis does everything over at Computer Talk with Tab com. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna feel free to post uh, questions if you like to get help at tabbing com, and we'll have them here on the station as well. And remember, we want you to be geeks, too. See you next Saturday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.